0: Welcome to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast, hosted by Craig Phillips and Jeff Torrey. Visit us at fantasyfootballprofit.com. And now your hosts Craig Welcome everyone to the Fantasy Football Profit Podcast. I'm Craig Phillips. Joined as always by Jeff Tory. And today we're talking week 13, fantasy football. This should be the end of the season. This used to be the end of the season. With the schedule increase, we have one more regular season week, so we're almost there. I'm actually, I'd be in the playoffs in our main league, Jeff. If we didn't change the schedule, the NFL didn't do this to me. This is, you know, NFL screwed this up for me. I got to play <laughs> one more week to try to get a playoff spot. Ah, oh, screw the NFL. But hey, week thirteen. I can't believe we're already here. One more regular season week, but we're going to talk about week thirteen here. Let's jump into it, Jeff. First game: Bucks, Falcons. 30, 17 bucks, went as expected in that regard. Really didn't see any other thing happen in this one. Tom Brady, 44-year-old Tom Brady, 38 for 51, 368 yards, four touchdowns. The guy's really, really good. Those touchdowns went, two of them went to Gronk. One went to Leonard Fournette, and the other one went to Cameron Brate. Godwin led the team in receiving, though, 15 catches for 143 yards. Wow, that's a pretty... Impressive game there off 17 targets. Mike Evans, seven for ninety-nine. Gronk was the four for fifty eight with those two touchdowns. Fournette had the 48 yards through the air on seven receptions and 44 on the ground. Didn't have the big four touchdown game like last week, but Tampa just rolled in this one. They're they're looking really good.
1: Yeah. How do you feel about Gronk? He's had a couple of good games yeah, yeah. in a row. Is like healthy?
0: I was worried about him, to be honest. Like come being gone for so long with these injuries I'm like oh man is he gonna be the same when he comes back and yeah oh yeah he's definitely like the guy's been better since he's been he's better in these last three games than he was in those first three that we actually you know were really excited about him because he had he had four touchdowns in those first three games right so that's really boosted him but just in yardage it's so much better this time around with only two touchdowns but yeah I feel really good about him Buffalo next week we'll see um New Orleans Carolina after that and then if you happen to get to the championship and you have Gronk against the Jets in week 17, you, you'd like to see that too. So I guess the only bad news for the Buccaneers was Antonio Brown and him getting suspended because the guy's a moron and he can't just – come on, man. Faking COVID vaccination cards. Like. I
1: know F- Faking is another
0: level. <laughs> come on, man.
1: As soon as you heard it too, you have to be like, oh, Antonio.
0: <laughs> God, he might get cut they might not bring him back we'll see what happens after they won't, they won't do it till after the suspension but we'll see um or and he's also he's hurt until he's healthy they won't they won't do anything but we'll see yeah falcon side of things not much happening on this one matt ryan 30 for 41 297 yards no touchdowns no picks cordero patterson at 13 carries for 78 he also uh, caught three balls for 18 yards. Mike Davis gets the touchdown run, four catches or four carries for 32 yards. Russell Gage led the way with 11 catches for 130 off of 12 targets. So, good day for Russell Gage there for sure. Pitts, four for 48. But don't, I don't, I mean, if you have to use Russell Gage in a because <laughs> you have, I don't know, bye next week or something, maybe do it. But I don't, I still don't feel comfortable with it. So, I just don't like this Atlanta offense, except for no, Cordero Patterson.
1: Yeah, you never know what you're going to get. So uh, yep. try to stay away from them.
0: Yep. Cardinals, Bears, Cardinals win 33-22. Kyler Murray comes back in this one, goes 11 for 15, didn't really have to throw much, 123 yards, two touchdowns, ran the ball 10 times for 59 yards and two touchdowns. So four total touchdowns on the other day for Kyler. Matt, just a great day for him. Him back, actually, they took away, uh, took away some James Conner touchdowns, I would say, probably. So James Conner on the ground at least didn't get any 20 carries, 75 yards, but got one, two for 36. He
1: he found a way into the end zone anyway, and he still has 75 yards. So James Conner was still very much in the game plan, which is good to see. But yeah, it it definitely is going to hurt his touchdown average. You know, this was going to happen to every single game, but you should, you know, keep it into
0: account. James Conner just keeps rolling. Top 10 back on the year. Good year for him. DeAndre Hopkins came back as well, two catches 32 yards, but one of them was a touchdown. So, hey, there you go. Cardinals 10 and 2. Looking good with everyone, everyone back. For Chicago, Andy Dalton 26 of 41, 229, two touchdowns, four picks. Ugly day there for him. David Montgomery was 21 carries, 90 yards and a touchdown. The the worry we had when, you know, when Montgomery was hurt that Herbert had carved out a role, that really is not that that, that didn't happen. Herbert's not eaten into David Montgomery's workload at all. Only four carries. The receivers here, Jakeem Grant had the most yardage with 62, and he caught a touchdown. Montgomery, eight catches for 51. Cole Komet, three for 41. Mooney, disappointing day on this one, five for 27. And Jimmy Graham catches a one-yard touchdown. So, Mooney's been playing pretty well, so this was kind of a disappointment to see. Um, He had back-to-back 100-yard games before this. So, But same amount of catches. He's had five catches in each of the last three games. Just the yardage was much, much different this time around. All right, yeah, the we-
1: Cardinals have a pretty good D as well. I mean, yeah, that's a- why they were able to get four interceptions. Um, they they locked him down pretty good.
0: Different than playing Detroit for sure. <laughs> yeah, you know, a little bit. All right. Chargers, Bengals, Chargers win 41-22. And this was a this is a game of teams that I don't ever know what to think they're gonna, I don't know what to expect week to week with these teams. Chargers look great and then they lose. Some weeks and they look great again. Bengals look great, then they suck, then they look great. I don't know. These teams are all over the board, but they're both seven and five after this one. Herbert, 26 to 35, 317, three touchdowns. Eckler, 14 carries, 59 yards, and a touchdown. He caught five for 45. Mike Williams showed up in this one. Five catches, 110 yards. But Keenan Allen off only five for 34 caught two touchdowns. So this was the good Chargers offense in this one. Mike Williams, you trusted him?
1: No, I mean, <laughs> it's <was>, it <laughs> funny where I really don't right now. Um, does you know, he has more upside than a lot of players out there. I, I had to play him in my dynasty league. You know, it, more than likely you are prob- probably playing him, or you have him or one other player that are probably close to one another. I, you know, this is good to see. But uh, I don't know. He just hasn't been very consistent. And going into playoff and the, down the stretch, I think I would probably lean the other way if you have another option. You know, th- yeah. That's once again, if you have another option. Is he dangerous? Can he do this kind of stuff? Yeah, we saw it in the first you know handful of weeks. I don't know what changed, though. It's, it's hard to trust a guy when you can't pinpoint what went wrong. Right. Yeah. And I feel like it, it, talking about the Bengals too, I feel like T Higgins had a very wonderful game today. And that is the kind of game that I was expecting to see more out of him this year. Um, that's another one where you just don't know when he's going to put it together or not. I feel like they're very similar guys.
0: Yeah. So for the Bengals, you said Higgins was great today with a nine for one thirty-eight and a touchdown. That was the one touchdown burrow threw on the day. Burrow was 24, 40, 300 yards. And that touchdown, two picks. He hurt his, uh, his pinky pretty badly but he played through it. It looked like he was definitely in some pain. Uh, Joe Mixon, 19 carries, 54 yards, and a touchdown. Jamar Chase, 5 for 52. So Jamar Chase, actually. What, here, here's his last five games. Like this is, I'm not, he has had, He's had uh, two touchdowns in that stretch in these five games, right? And I'll leave these out, but two touchdowns in the five games. That's still lower than what he's doing. Last five games starting from today. Five for 52. Three for 39. Three for 32. 6 for 49, 3 for 32. Oh, like what's <laughs> I mean, we just throw him into the, you know, top 10 of the ranks lately and he is not performing that way. And I mean not just standard but PPR as well. He's not getting catches. Wow. This one, how are you feeling about this? San Francisco and Denver and Baltimore are the next three matchups.
1: Yeah, they're not the easiest matchups. I I would have a hard time taking them out right now. I the the thing that might actually sway me is if Burrow's hand was actually something significant, and and you think that might he have he might have issues throwing? Is it on his throwing hand or not? I just I actually yes. assume. Yeah, it was. No, I thought it was yep. okay. Just to make sure.
0: Yep.
1: Um. That that could come into play. Truly, it might be that might be the difference between because he still caught two touchdowns in those games. He wasn't completely out of it like yep. someone like a Mike Williams that was you know just hadn't done anything for, for five games. So I can't imagine taking him out of my lineup, but this paired with, if I hear really bad news about Burrow's hand, um, once again, depending on how deep your bench is, I would, that would be something I would consider. <laughs> it's, hard to, I it's hard. It'd be it'd be hard.
0: Very, very hard not to play him. I think you just yeah. do, and you're, like, you're just disappointed in it, but you got to throw him out there. All right, how about this next one? Lions-Vikings. Lions win 29-27. First time we would be able to say that in 364 days.
1: Look at that. We get one, one win a year.
0: One win a year. There we go. Uh, and it came on a last second play, too. They couldn't make it easy. That's the Lions for you. Last second play. Like they love to do. And they win. So, but I see that probably, this says more about the Vikings than anything. The Vikings were one of those, they're like another one of those Bengals, Chargers teams. Great some weeks, terrible other weeks. And you know what? The Vikings are more of great some halves and terrible other halves like they they do it within the span of a game so lions here jared goff was 25 41 296 three touchdowns pretty solid game for jared goff you don't see those very often jamal williams without deandre swift had 17 carries 71 yards amon ross st brown 10 catches 86 yards and a touchdown great game for him off 12 targets that's, I mean, by far his best game of his career. That's that's for sure. Um, oh yeah, that, that's what see. we're
1: hoping for. Yep. I mean, once again, I think you're correct about the Vikings. I don't want to go over. First of all, Detroit is terrible. Anything I say right now, I'm not playing anyone right now because Swift is out. I'm not playing anyone else. Uh, I'm in Ross St. Brown. He's a very interesting prospect. If you have like Dynasty something of, like that, I, I would I would take a look at him. Jared Goff is capable of. Throwing three touchdowns in a game. That's wonderful to see. I wasn't sure anymore. But, yeah, I don't know. I, I I kind of side with you. Like, I think it says more about the Vikings because they, mm-hmm. if if they kept playing like this, they would actually have some legitimate players where you could oh. say, okay, in, in a pinch, I could have played them. But it, it just isn't true. It's kind of a facade right now because they are really that bad. I'm really glad to see them get one actual win. <laughs> it's like one right. win and one tie. Well, other than that, I, I think that this is, you know, don't take anything away from this.
0: So you look at the Vikings numbers and you feel like it should have been better. 30 for 40 for Cousins, 340 yards, two touchdowns, no picks. Alexander Madison filling in for Cook had 22 carries, 90 yards a touchdown. Justin Jefferson, 11 catches, 182 yards and a touchdown. Huge game for Justin Jefferson. Yeah. But Adam Thielen left early with an, an ankle injury. Um, word has come through that it is a high ankle sprain. So going to basically that that ends his fantasy season for sure um yep. probably could be his his actual season as well but those numbers for their the top guys you're using other than Thielen are actually pretty good i mean Justin jefferson was a monster in this game so yeah,
1: he, i mean he keeps on rolling he's the last couple of weeks he's really come on i feel like he's had a good yeah. year don't get me wrong but the last couple i mean big time yardage which is what you absolutely love to see because you know touchdowns will eventually follow oh.
0: Pretty soon we'll start looking at like 2022 ranks, give people that are out of it a little something to look forward to. And Justin Jefferson, he's going to be a top five receiver, isn't he? I don't, I don't see any reason he shouldn't. Be. I mean, he's definitely. I feel like there's no, without a doubt, in my mind, he's going to be top five next year. Yeah, but,
1: I can't name too many other players that would be no. on his level at the moment.
0: No, he's he's been pretty, just really, really good. So yeah, he'll be up there. All right, how about Dolphins Giants? Dolphins win twenty to nine. Dolphins are on a roll here. They're not six and seven. <laughs> So what is, I got to look at this <laughs> schedule. Going on? Um, They've won quite a few in a row, haven't they? And their defense is playing well. Let me pull this up. I got to see. I know it's been a, definitely been a few games. One, two, three, four, five, five straight wins. It looks like that's there pretty. In,
1: I know. I thought they were going to yeah. be one of the worst teams in the league and they've just completely turned it around.
0: Yeah. So Tua is Tua's playing pretty solid. You know, he, he's been overlooked like, People kind of wrote him off already, like way too early. Remember a trade deadline? They talked about Deshaun Watson being traded there. That was a good thing that didn't happen. Two, 30 for 41, 244 yards, two touchdowns. I'm not saying he's Deshaun Watson, but he's better than what yeah. they are giving him credit for. That's for sure. You know, yeah,
1: Only a second year. I, felt, yeah. I, I did feel a little bit bad for him. And I think yeah. the big one, too, is they've moved the ball. He's being more efficient with it. But their defense is really what is yeah. definitely turned it around. They, they have yeah. been looking really, really good. Um,
0: they definitely have that's that's been the difference here for sure um Jalen
1: Waddle too finally it's very nice to see him produce numbers that we like he did have nine for 90 this game yeah he's turning into more than just a deep threat which was the worry going in having all that speed and all they want to do is you know run go routes
0: yep he looks solid Gaskin 15 carries 44 yards that's the Gaskin you can see sometimes only a six yard was as long but you know game to game with him a lot of times like they didn't get many of the situations today but they like to put him in the wildcat near the goal line and that's that's huge you know if you're using him but dolphins aren't by next week so if you've been using gaskin you can't next week so sorry Zach, if you're listening you can't try to use gaskin to beat me knock me out, out of my playoff chances here It's actually been my fear jeff that miles gaskin, gaskin was going to re- yeah that was that was my fear so didn't it's not going to happen thank god but his team still—that would have been hilarious. His team, his team, still might do it, but we'll see.
1: Giant,
0: <laughs> Giants. It was an ugly day. No, no, Daniel Jones, Mike Glennon, twenty-three of forty-four, one eighty-seven, no touchdowns, a to pick. Saquon eleven for fifty-five. Saquon, I think, is a good player. Yeah, he just needs to be on a team that can. Oh God, I feel bad. It feels like we're just wasting Saquon's career. It feels like well, it's being wasted, big time. Yeah. And Evan right. Ingram, screw Evan Ingram, screw him, because okay. I did. (laughs) This is me and my betting. Um, I did a five five touchdown score parlay. I like to do a crazy touchdown scoring parlay every week. Um, Usually for little money to win a lot of money. This week was a five dollar play. If I won, I got five hundred dollars. I picked five players: Jonathan Taylor scored, Um, Leonard Fournette scored, Justin Jefferson scored, Ryan Griffin scored. I just needed Ingram to score. Just needed Ingram I won 500 bucks off a $5 bet. Oh, freaking Ingram. Man, Ryan Griffin even scored. Man. Screw you, Ingram. What happened to that guy? He was good as rookie year.
1: I mean, that's a whole
0: well, team. Kenny Galladay. My God. Like, what a waste of money.
1: Well, I was gonna say I, I was gonna go the opposite route. I was like, at least he got his money
0: for him. Yes, he yeah. got his money, but what a and waste also, of money! Isn't Jeez. it funny, Mike
1: Glennon? What is he only? Is he only a year? Or is it two two years from getting that big contract from Chicago? Oh, when remember they had him in Foles? <laughs> yeah. and it's like now he's a backup in, in you know New York and can't do a thing. I, I know Miami's defense has been playing, you know. Great defense. This but, team but this team on. is you just bad. You have to be bad. able to like, put up points in the NFL.
0: David Gettleman is like just a well, terrible GM. Be.
1: Look at this. I mean, you have Saquon. You have Galladay. You have Evan Ingram. I mean, you know, Darius Slayton. You you have enough to do something, and you only yep. manage three field goals.
0: Yep, they're, they're no good. All right, next up, Eagles, Jets. Eagles win 33-18 behind Gardner, Gardner Minshew. Wow, what a game for him. 20 for 25. Two forty-two, two touchdowns. He he looked great. Is, is he better than Jalen Hurts? He's not
1: a bad quarterback. Is, is he I better than Jalen Hurts? That's apples and oranges. To the <laughs> they're type different, of different quarterbacks. They're, they're yeah. different
0: quarterbacks. So, but, but, but it was the a question good would
1: be what what kind of leadership and and do the guys rally around him? Uh, you're I mean, going would, against the Jets, so let's. Pump the brakes a little bit on that. You know, hurts okay. definitely brings a lot to the table, but Miles Sanders finally got it going, which was wonderful to he see. Did. Then he gets hurt, 120 yards. Then he got hurt. Yeah, <laughs> of course. Yeah. Uh, and Dallas Gardner. So if if this was a more traditional team, I feel like my preseason God. picks, especially if Dallas Gardner would have been right on.
0: <laughs> that's what they. That's what they need. Those two needed to have the traditional, more traditional quarterback here. How? Okay, Gardner Minshew or Jared Goff? Who do you want on the Lions? You want Minshew, don't you?
1: Yeah, I kind of. At least I would have more fun rooting for him if we we're going to be bad. I would. I, I mean, would like that. Goff and him are probably. I, I right now I actually don't know who would you say is a better
0: quarterback. I wouldn't say Jared Goff's a better quarterback than many people out there anymore.
1: No, you he know he has arm talent, and, and he I still think good things going yeah. for him.
0: Oh God, I don't know.
1: I mean, he looked good today but I, I don't know something about Minshew. You do have to like a guy with Moxie. And I feel like yeah. if you put Minshew on a bad lines team, at least it would spark something. we saw it oh, happening in Jacksonville too. It's a different type of quarterback once again.
0: For sure. Jet side. Zach Wilson, 23, 38, 226, two touchdowns, a pick. Tevin Coleman, 11 carries, 58 yards. Zach Wilson ran one in, actually. Elijah Moore, six catches, 77 yards, a touchdown. Solid game. And then, like I said, Ryan Griffin got a touchdown. Thank you Ryan Griffin. You almost helped me.
1: But Elijah Moore, <laughs> thank you. Thank you he, because of you I barely lost.
0: He tried. He did his part. He did yeah. his part for me. Oh, you know. Elijah Moore, solid game. Keeps playing well. You know, last week was yeah. a little, was a little down with only 446, but you know, 6 for 77 at touchdown. He's continuing to play well, 12 targets. Definitely um really great season for him really here at the end. That's for yeah, sure. Yeah,
1: he he's really putting it together. I love watching that guy.
0: Colts, Texans, 31-0 Colts. This was easy. Went 16-22, to didn't have to do a lot. 158 yards of touchdown. Jonathan Taylor is ridiculous. He's the new Derrick Henry, I feel like. 32 carries, 143 yards, two touchdowns. Just a great day from him. He um, doesn't get anything in the passing game, but he doesn't need to. Michael Pittman had two carries for 33 yards. Interesting to see. He also caught six for 77. But... they <laughs> He, you know, it feels like Michael Pittman's numbers have gone down since they've they started just completely leaning on Jonathan Taylor. That's what I feel like happened. All of a sudden, it was just this is the Jonathan Taylor show. It has worked for the Colts. It's the way to go. It definitely has not helped Michael Pittman. But Colts are now seven and six, so solid. The Texans, uh, you're not playing anybody on that team, so I don't really care. Yeah. I mean, Brandon Cooks, point, may, so. Brandon Cooks he, is the only know. one, obviously, but he's he's yeah. only three for 38. They are one of the worst teams I've seen. Like, I mean, the Lions are bad too, but like, this is just. I know.
1: We need, we need the Lions not to win anymore. I know. Because <laughs> so, I can't see that team right. winning. Yeah.
0: yeah. All right. How about Washington versus the Raiders? Washington wins 17 15 to go to six and six. They've, you know, been winning some games here. Heineke, 23 of 30, 196, two touchdowns a pick. Antonio Gibson, twenty-three carries, eighty-eight yards, yeah. five catches, twenty-three yards, and a touchdown. He's been better, getting a lot of work. Seems to be healthier. I would say that seems to be the key. He's, he's a little healthier, and the workload has been pretty good here. Last four games since the bye, he's had tw- twenty-three carries, twenty-nine carries, nineteen carries, twenty-four carries. That, I mean, that's that's huge. Like that's his yards per carry sucks, but who cares? <laughs> you know, you're getting a lot of volume. Yeah. You know, that's yeah, what that's you what want. We want to
1: see. Yeah. And they, they are. They're playing a little more small ball. They are not passing the ball nearly. I don't I am not sure if they really they're not trying. They're they're running a lot more. Yep. Uh, I wouldn't even call it efficiently. They're just running a lot more. Right. <laughs> and so yep. their passing attack has definitely taken a back seat. Logan Thomas did have what three for 48, a touchdown.
0: He, yeah, he did. He caught an awesome touchdown and then he tore his ACL. Oh.
1: yeah. So, you know, it's just one more. Kind of like, oh, that's a bummer because you started seeing him come around. Yeah. But Terry McLaurin, once again... Um,
0: He's due. He's due.
1: He, I mean, he must be because he had a... And it wasn't even necessarily the, the poor production. He was three for 22, but he only had five targets. And, and yeah. that is still tied for second most targets on the team. Number one was Antonio Gibson, a running back, uh, with six. So I don't, I don't know what to tell McLaurin owners I mean at this point you do have McLaurin I know you like him uh, have you thought about benching him have you like when do you start him when do you not
0: it's interesting because it depends like in certain look at my team right now I have Mike Evans right I have Michael Pittman I have Terry McLaurin I have Elijah Moore so if I'm starting three of these guys you know, Pittman, I think, is on, on buy next week, so it doesn't matter next week. But just say it in general. You could see a scenario where you try to figure out who's benched and maybe it would be McLaurin. I haven't come to that, but yeah, Elijah Moore right like
1: right now it, it, would be between it, Pittman and McLaurin and who had a worse yeah, matchup, really. I mean that's uh, what it feels like. It'd be a Best conversation only the last three weeks or so. But yeah,
0: yeah, it's not been great, but I feel like McLaurin's due for his big game, right?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean he's we'll you know, he's He can easily catch over 100 yards, but but it 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 won't happen to change the game plan.
0: If if, the same thing with Pittman, the same situation where they've changed the game plans to really just run the ball. And because of that, you know, NFL like is going in these cycles. It feels like you're seeing all of a sudden more running the ball again. And the defenses have gone back to how they used to play this cover two stuff, which they got away from for a few years. It feels like everything's coming back cover two and defense and you're running the ball. It's just, you know.
1: And you you always wonder how much that has to do with the longer season injuries. I mean, yeah, it feels weird. I mean, I mean, like right now, I mean, I guess you can put more pressure with the run game, but it does feel strange because it does feel like this should be the dog days and like Antonio Gibson had like a fractured shin right yeah, like, yeah. so it feels weird to give him twenty three carries, but maybe he's feeling good. same thing with Jonathan Taylor like like, you know, you can win running with him and they, they do need to win. Like both of these teams have to win. So maybe that's probably why they're doing it. Yep. But at the same time, like Jonathan Taylor, there's always that like how at what point is he going to get hurt? Right. And I, I hate to put it like that, but running backs too. We, I mean, even Henry,
0: The think so, it sucks for Jonathan Taylor owners is if you're in a playoff push, he doesn't play next week. You're on by. Terrible. Yeah, no. It's a terrible timing. Well, NFL needs to not have well, a,
1: I do not feel bad for Jonathan Taylor owners. He's been way too good for me yes, to yes. you know, call, oh, poor you. That's true. They probably don't care. They're probably like, I can lose one game.
0: If they have Jonathan Taylor, they're probably like wrapped up their spot long ago. Yeah, so, yeah. Who knows? Oh, and then the Raiders side here, Derek Carr was 28 to 38, 249. No touchdowns, no picks. Josh Jacobs, 13 carries, 52 yards, and a touchdown. Hunter Renfro, 9 for 102 in that one. All right. Next up, Jaguars, Rams. Rams win this one easily 37 to 7. Stafford 26 for 38, 295, three touchdowns. Sony Michelle led the way 24 carries, 121 yards, and a touchdown with the injury to Henderson. I think Henderson was active from what I remember in this one, but it was he, he was active just to be active. They didn't hope they planned to, they didn't want to have to play him and they didn't. So Michelle. Good good day there, Cooper Cup eight for one twenty nine a touchdown looks great there. Odell caught a touchdown two for twenty eight, and then also Van Jefferson caught one as well there.
1: So just yeah, Van Jefferson has been surprisingly solid with the, yeah. obviously with the with the uh, Robert Woods injury, he's he's really stepped up more than Odell has.
0: He's playable for sure. His targets the last four games are eight targets, nine seven seven even the, before that six seven. He hasn't had yep. less than six targets in six games. That's a that's a good. Those are good numbers right there, target wise. Um, and the production is starting to happen. He's had touchdowns in each of the last two games. So
1: yeah, and I know Jacksonville is, Jacksonville is bad, but this is great to uh, to see them get back on track. Yep. Stafford Cup. Everyone was on such a hot beginning, you know, and yep. then you get a couple of rocky, you know, rocky performances, and everyone kind of drives jump ship. So good yep. to see that come back. How how do you how do you look at someone like Matthew Stafford? I mean, is he a, is he a guaranteed? Do you you play him?
0: Yeah, I'm. Let's okay. Let me pull up their schedule here for the rest of the last games here. Playing against Arizona, At Arizona. I guess it depends on what you have, but most likely I'm still going to play him. Then Seattle, Minnesota, no problem. Okay. But Arizona, it depends on what you have. I still would feel it's still. I feel pretty good. Um, Jacksonville, ugly day for them. Trevor Lawrence, sixteen to twenty-eight, one forty-five, no touchdowns, no picks. You know, I haven't really seen a lot from Trevor Lawrence this year. I haven't even seen flashes. To I mean, few, very few flashes. So, not going to hold too much against him. Jacksonville's terrible, but you'd like to see a little bit more, right? Just a little bit more from a guy who's supposed to be one of the best prospects in a long time. But I've, yeah, haven't seen much of that yet. We'll see what happens with him. Yeah. Um, running the ball here, Carlos Hyde nine for twenty-four and a touchdown. With James Robinson eight for twenty-four, no touchdowns. Laquan Treadwell led the team in receiving in this one. Four for 62. Good old Laquan Treadwell, who I drafted ahead of Michael Thomas in a dynasty league.
1: He was, he was a big name coming out of college.
0: He was. <laughs> Luckily, I also Minnesota. drafted Michael Thomas. I, I had back to back picks, but I mean, Michael Thomas actually doesn't matter anymore either. So Yeah.
1: I was going to say, you missed on both of them, technically. I guess at
0: this point. How about Steelers, Ravens? Steelers win this thing. 20 to 19. Ravens score a touchdown late. Go for the two-point conversion and don't get it. John Harbaugh being very, very risky there. Very risky. He was not the better of the Harbaugh brothers in coaching this weekend. That's for sure. But his other brother is very good. Good old Jim. All right, let me pull some Steelers stats here. Roethlisberger, 21-31, to 31, 236, two touchdowns. Najee, 21 carries, 71 yards. Deontay Johnson, 8 for 105, two touchdowns. Pretty good.
1: I, I didn't even catch that. Were you were you making a uh, hardball reference?
0: Of course. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, oh come know. on. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <Look at> that. <laughs> I mean, are we really making T-shirts off of a off of a, a game you win in a regular season?
1: First of all, I think this probably goes right into the pocket of <laughs> of the player, which is actually pretty cool. But um, yeah, I mean, I, I first of all, I think it's a very cool T-shirt. You it's you beat a playoff team. The num- you beat a playoff team. It, it, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We we beat the number two team. We're yeah. their only loss. And yeah, we only two. have two. We Yeah. Lost, uh, yeah. Good good luck at the I beach. Don't bowl. Know. I mean, it's pretty... <laughs> I'll take it. Uh, you know what? All i I dislike U of M a lot. And if they win it, I will be very impressed because I have I thought OSU was gonna take care of them. They did not. You guys look great. Uh, but if you do have to play Alabama, you will feel I have a feeling you will feel the wrath that so many other teams have when you realize that that some NFL teams snuck into the NCAA and it blows.
0: They're going to beat Georgia and they're going to beat Alabama. It's all
1: that would be. I would be. I would actually give them credit, though.
0: I mean, I would hope so. That'd be pretty impressive.
1: It would be. I would be very impressed if you were able to pull that off. Uh, all
0: right, back to back to Ravens Steelers. Deontay Johnson said, "Led the way of the receiving." Eight for 105, two touchdowns. So, good day for him for sure. Ravens, Lamar, yeah, you know, he scored that touchdown late, very late, with like 20 seconds left late to give himself an okay day fantasy. But he's been pretty bad here recently 23 of 37, 253, a touchdown and a pick, eight for 55 on the ground. So, the last three, let's see, last three weeks, he's had 19.6 points in this one. 11.4 11.4 the week before, and then before that, he was, well, he, he was sick, and then he was 17.4 the week before that. Plays Cleveland next week, who just – he just scored 11.4 against last week. I don't – I don't know what the deal is. I just – I don't know. I, I, I'm just not sure. I'm not sure what's going on. It feels like the defense is if like – I haven't watched close enough, but I know um, – shoot, what game was that? That was the Miami game where Miami started blitzing him a lot more. And I feel like teams have started to figure out a little bit of a way to try to pressure Jackson and he's not playing as well as he normally has, but God, and I just, I traded for him and then he sucks, but <laughs> I don't know. What do you think? Trust trusted him?
1: Um, uh, trust is a strong word. <laughs> I, I, I liked the move to get him later in the year and He had a couple of games in there where he started rushing the ball a lot. Even now, Mm -hmm. 8 for 55 is what you want to see. The passing is just has not been there. And really, Marquise Brown kind of disappeared. You know, 5 for 55 is fine, but he doesn't have that. They just haven't been able to dial up long plays. I'm not really – like, Lamar could put up 30 points tomorrow. He really could. But I would be looking elsewhere if you have a – a lid, I don't know. It's a very difficult one. You would have to have someone good because even on his bad days, he almost breaks mm-hmm. 20. <clears throat> I don't know. I don't trust him, but I, I can't imagine taking him out for another QB right now. Unless you, you know, yeah. unless you had one of the top five guys, I, I think I would still roll with him, but no, I don't feel good about it.
0: Yeah. I think you're rolling with him. Don't feel great about it, but you're rolling with him. Um, You said they had Brown five for 55. Rashad Bateman, zero for zero off one target. So that's disappointing. Mark Andrews, four for 50. Devontae Freeman, 14 carries, 52 yards, and a touchdown, five catches, 45 yards. So he had 97 total yards at touchdown. So Devontae Freeman was solid. But yeah, Ravens almost got the win, but didn't get the two-point version. But all right, final. I mean, they,
1: they should have too. That was, that was very close.
0: It was, but it wasn't a bad decision. I actually don't No, call I, I, I kind
1: of like it. They, they score at the end, yeah. and you know they've been outplaying you. And you yeah. say, I'm just going to go for it right now. Like yep. if you get it, you're a genius, if not, but yep. Harbaugh has a lot. I just of feel like stuff,
0: I'd, so. I, yeah, yeah. You have Lamar Jackson. You think you're going to get it right. So yeah, not, it's, what, it's not bad. All right. How about this? Seahawks get a win 30 to 23 over San Francisco. Pretty solid day here for Seattle. Russell Wilson, 30 for 37, only 231 yards. Usually that should be like 400 yards, you would think. But no, it's 231. Two touchdowns, a pick. Um, better. Not, not not like great, but better. They win. So solid there. Travis Homer led the way with 80 yards because he had one 73-yard touchdown run. Three carries for 80 yards. Rashad Penny, 10 for 35. Adrian Peterson on his next stop has 11 carries for 16 yards and a touchdown. He almost Boom. had another one, too. They tried to get him another one. But Adrian Peterson, he's going to keep going until he plays for everybody. It's going to keep, keep happening. Tyler Lockett seven for 68 touchdown. DK Metcalf 5 for 60. His struggles continue. And uh D escrits caught a touchdown, three for 35. He finally, he finally go. comes up. Shows up. But yeah, DK keeps struggling despite C- Seattle scoring 30 points. I not I don't know. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. Just not been a good stretch here for DK. He's now up to in standard over the last four weeks. What do we got here? Um 5.7, to the 7, 13 points over the last four weeks in standard scoring. 13 points in four weeks combined. That's a yeah,
1: bit upsetting. And I, I don't want to uh, – Russell Wilson's injury was definitely a huge part of it. And you can see him kind of turning around already. I do wonder if the last couple of games are going to be very different as Russell does look a little bit better. I, I don't know if you yeah. disagree with that, but it did feel like he was – Figuring out how to throw the ball again. So I I don't know. I I don't think that is necessarily him. I think those numbers are very skewed because of the Russell Wilson injury.
0: Yep. All right. Then see uh, San Francisco side of things. Garoppolo 20 for 30, 299, two touchdowns, two picks. Elijah Mitchell, 22 carries, 66 yards and a touchdown. He left with a possible concussion, but it was not that. And he did come back. So that at least was good to see. Um, he caught three for 18. Kittle, nine for 181 and two touchdowns.
1: <laughs> or as we like to call it the entire offense today.
0: Pretty much. Pretty much. So, all right, there we go. You know, actually, you know what? I'm gonna throw up Chiefs Broncos real quick. This is late in this game, but I want to look at some quick stats. There's five minutes left. Javante Williams actually just caught a touchdown pass just a second ago. So it's 22-9. Broncos are going to go for something, but look at the numbers here quick for the Chiefs side of things. Mahomes, 15 of 29 for 184, no touchdowns and a pick. Wow.
1: But he did rush for a touchdown. I
0: know. Does but not man. save his day,
1: but yeah. And that is yeah not good for anyone. That means, you know, Hill had a bad game. It, if
0: he continues he this, he it, had a bad game. This could be his fifth game in the last six with 16 points or fewer. And he had a 46-point game in the middle of there somewhere, somehow. But he, it's been bad. He's actually been a very bad fantasy quarterback lately. Very bad. So, yeah, uh, not good. Yep. And then the receiver, so Tyreek, two for 22. Kelsey, three for 27. Hopefully they get something. I need, I need Tyreek to get something here for me to have a chance to win one of my games. Come on, man.
1: Me too. I need Kelsey. If Kelsey catches a
0: touchdown, uh, then
1: we well, the Bron- probably go playoffs. If not, <laughs> F.
0: For the Broncos here, Javante Williams, I, I knew this guy had it in him. Um, he just needed Gordon to be out. 23 carries, 102, four catches, 60 yards, a touchdown. Great day for Javante Williams. I knew this was here. He could do this, but just needed to have the clear path to get the chance. And, hey, look, great day for him. So
1: Yeah, yeah, he's got to be another one of those. Kind of like Elijah Moore. He's got to be a, a a huge get for if you're going to be drafting dynasty leagues or you know, keeper leagues or anything like that, because he does look like he has it. And he's been productive when, with the carries he's gotten this year.
0: Yes. solid. So All right, there we go. Week 13. It's almost, almost over one more, one more regular season week to go before we get to the playoffs. All right. That'll do it for today. Talk to you guys next time.